of course, as you know it, just like every other week, welcome back to Minus You. We are on now on Chapter 11, which today's episode is called People Change, and we did. Since we are in the after chapter, these topics, lessons, and these events are based off of life after the initial breakup in November slash December of 2022. So this does include the period where Nicholas and I were talking about getting back together. This episode goes in specifically into depth about a statement that Nicholas said to me the last time that I spoke to him. I guess we can just go ahead and dive right in because I really can't go in depth anymore on this topic without just starting with a statement. Nicholas and I's last conversation was over the phone. He was going back and forth for about three, maybe four weeks about maybe getting back together with me, maybe not, maybe doing couples counseling, maybe not, maybe, maybe, maybe. I was really tired of getting flowers at my door and then not hearing him for, for like four days while he was going on dates with other girls. He was just like playing this game from 3,000 miles away. He wasn't all in on it, and that's okay, but I knew that I deserved more. So if he wasn't going to be all in on it, then get out. Like, if you want to date all the Disney College Program girls you want, then go. Don't be stringing me along, the person you were supposed to be married to. I deserved, and I still deserve someone who is sure about me. On this last phone call that we had, one of the last things he said to me was, I love who you were, but I don't love who you are now. This lives in my soul. <laughs> I cannot unhear this. This was one of two moments where I, I knew that he did not truly love me. And his words and frankly, his actions spoke loudly to me and really hurt me deeply. It's something that I am working on forgiving him for saying to me. It's been really hard, but I've been praying about it a lot, learning how to forgive Nicholas for his actions and his words. The thing I said in response was basically that, of course, I didn't love who he had become either. You think that I loved the fact that Nicholas had become some materialistic, money-absorbed cheater? Of course not. You know, and obviously I had my own faults too. Do you think Nicholas had like was in love with the fact that I had become someone that was super stressed out and wasn't verbally supporting him? Did he love that about me? No. And there were things, like I said, I didn't like that he was materialistic and that he was trying to cheat on me during our engagement. Of course I didn't love that. But I loved his soul. I loved Nicholas enough. And I loved us enough to be willing to work with him and learn how to be better people together. It wasn't just him that needed to do work or needs <laughs> to do work. I had to as well. Again, I'm making that very clear. I was not perfect. Neither was he. Just, just repeating that. Nicholas did not love my soul. This was a very sad realization. Nicholas and I to get, were together for almost three years. And basically with the amount of time that we were talking and interacting, it really was three years. I know damn well, like a fact, neither one of us were the same person that we were when he got in my car and said, hey, to me in my 2000 Nissan Maxima. The statement that he made on the phone was so hurtful, but it was also, like, kind of funny at the same time, now that I, like, think back to it. Like, this man thinks that he's going to meet someone who just doesn't change. And that he doesn't change. I mean, he probably said this out of anger and out of spite when he said it. But still, this is an adult man basically stating that it's wrong to him that I would change as a person and that it's a reason for him to leave me because we change as people. We changed drastically during COVID. 
During the summer, where we only saw each other once a week because of opposite work schedules. During our move to Florida. During my transition into Golden Oak. His transition into his finance job. Our engagement. Buying a house. Wedding planning. All of it. Who wouldn't change as a person? I was 18 when I met him. I thank the Lord that I am not the same person when I, that I was when I was 18. Thank God I have changed. Not that I hated myself when I was 18, but it's like, thank God I've grown as a person. Thank God I've experienced things that allow me to view the world differently and make different choices. And sadly, Nicholas may thank God every day that he changed too, so that he could have all of his objects and all of his money. I can't tell you for sure, but his actions and priorities sure speak that, his materialistic priorities, as probably his potential truth. So I mentioned some negative things about Nicholas that changed. His obsession with money and career, this, this competition complex that he had, he had with his dad, this focus shifting from his future wife and building a balanced future to just his job, like things like that. Now, there were ways that I negatively changed as well. I was stressed almost all the time. Now, stress isn't bad, but how we handle stress is, can be bad. I cared way too much about people's opinion of me, about politics, pageants, and these just stupid situations that I would put myself in. This speaks volumes to episode seven, which was unhealthy situations equals unhealthy behavior. So... Excuse me. If you haven't listened to that one yet, maybe stop this one and then come back after you've finished it. So Nicholas really disliked that about me, that I was very high strung and stressed. Of course, we were in situations that caused insane stress, but I was kind of handling it roughly. Would I have been stressed for the rest of my life? Forever? No, <laughs> of course not. But Nicholas wasn't willing to trust that. Could I have said, Nicholas, you've become consumed with the pursuit of money and career. I really hate this about you, so I'm just never going to trust you again and never give you an opportunity to grow with me so that we can be better people for one another and not only one another, but for ourselves. Um, yeah, I definitely could have. But I didn't. Because I loved Nicholas's soul. Nicholas's action showed me that he didn't love my soul because he walked away, frankly, every time, in the face of change and adversity. Which, by the way, spoiler alert, comes with every relationship. Every single one. So we have acknowledged the fact that people, wherever we go, whoever we're with, will change. We have also acknowledged that people can change for the worse. Like I did in some situations. Like Nicholas did in some situations. But now, let me mention some positive ways that Nicholas and I changed over the years. Nicholas was a 19-year-old college student when I met him. During our three years, he found a, a passion in finance instead of accounting. He changed his major, despite his parents' concerns about it. And I'm not hating on his parents for being worried about that, because every parent worries about their kid. And especially with changing a major, that's a big step. He got an amazing internship during COVID that allowed him to meet a mentor that I'm sure he probably still keeps in contact with. He participated in the Disney College program and moved all the way across America with just himself and me. He pursued a career in finance even before graduating from college and landed himself a job that required multitasking with school 
and work. He graduated from college as well. Now that's a lot of change, a ton. And a lot of those changes propelled his life forward for himself. Now, if we break it down, some of the areas of his life suffered because of choices that he made during these changes, like his career obsession and the money obsession, where he invested all his time into the job instead of balancing it between relationships and people and self-growth and health and things like that. The point is, though, he changed. Now, how about me? How about Madeline? I was 18 years old when I met Nicholas. In those three years, I sewed over 500 masks during the COVID-19 pandemic and kept my finances afloat with that. I graduated from college with my associate's degree completely debt-free. I was paid to go to school. I competed in many pageants, which I have my own opinions about pageants now, but I resulted in getting an international pageant title. I moved across the country with just Nicholas to work for Disney, a dream I had since I was like 13 years old. I worked as a house manager slash executive assistant for a billionaire. I was friends, quote unquote, with Disney characters. I furnished and maintained a four bedroom house. The same goes for me regarding change taking a negative toll on me. Pageants affected my stress level and my self-esteem. Working for a billionaire changed my perspective on money and showed me a really ugly side of money. But the point is, again, that's a lot of stuff. That's a lot of change. So yes, obviously I changed as well. Like, no shit. There are three photos of Nicholas and I over our almost three years together. All three are by the water. I posted this collage, not recently, of course, but a while ago when we, him and I were still together. And the caption was three photos, three places, three different lifetimes, but they're all with you. One photo is of Nicholas and I in Hood River in Oregon. One was from our photo shoot in Hawaii. And the last photo was us at the Cape Canaveral beach in Florida. It was true. Those photos were three different versions of us. Three incredibly different lifetimes and lifestyles. But I loved them all because they were with him. It is hard. It really is to just see someone suddenly not care. It has made me feel like I cannot let anybody be my safe place. Because my safe place discarded me over the normalities of life's tendencies to change. You can see the same eyes in different people. I know, super lame Star Wars quote, but you can see the same eyes in different people. I have seen his eyes full of love and I have seen his eyes full of absolute rejection. I watched his priorities change. I watched myself go from his true love to some roommate who just took the back burner for months. But I was willing to embrace the highs and the lows with him, to trust him enough to allow him time to change for the better with me. Not just for me, but for himself. Unfortunately, we do not always get what we want. With your partner, you will change. Shocker, I know. Both of you will change. The best thing to do is to embrace change but also embrace each other during change. This is so important, so I'm gonna say it one more time. 
the best thing to do during change is to embrace change, but also embrace one another during that change. If you do not hold on to one another, change is going to feel like a driving fork between the two of you rather than a period of life growth with one another. Change is going to come. I can promise you that. Change is uncomfortable, but it is necessary. And frankly, guys, it's normal. Change will result in better things for you, even if the change is difficult. Better opportunities and better times are ahead. But hold tight to one another. It will get hard when one of you pulls away. Because like I said, the change and the shift can definitely pull you apart. But as a couple, you have to both agree and accept to change with one another. You both have to do that. If you don't, the change is still going to happen, my friends. (laughs) The change will still occur. You'll just be alone in the change. Now, what if your partner doesn't want to embrace change? Like I mentioned just a sentence or two ago, change is going to happen regardless of who you are with and who you are around. Your partner may reject you by rejecting change, and that feeling sucks. I understand how you feel because it's something I've felt before. But something you can understand, because your partner probably won't, you have to remember that change is going to happen anyways. You can choose to embrace it on your own because it is good for you. Even if it feels hard, it's good for you. You cannot force your partner to understand this. No matter how many things that you say, you do, or you write, or whatever else you want to do. So focus inward on yourself. Focus on how the change is affecting you and pushing you to do better things. Key word is pushing. Like I said, it may not be easy and it probably won't be. Embracing new possibilities, which will take a while. I know it hurts and I know it feels unnatural. But over time, doing it without the person who rejected the natural course of growth and life, honestly, speaking from experience, you would have felt even more alone with that person in that relationship than actually physically doing it alone. There is something that is really uniquely terrible about being alone in a relationship. Always remember, it's going to happen anyways. The change will happen anyways. I pray that your partner and that your person will want to do that with you. But if not, it's better to be alone, alone, than together, alone. Some of you may not believe me. And I get it that you're hurt and the fear of being without someone clouds other possibilities. But I promise you, as someone that did not believe this statement for a really long time, over time, you will see that and understand that. I'm really excited to share with you all how I have embraced change alone in my life in the following episodes of this show, and especially in the epilogue where I do this grand reveal of what I'm doing in my life in October. It has been really hard. Really fucking hard. But Madeline six months ago would have been pretty freaking surprised to see Madeline now. Take into account also how this can affect other people, but also always remember yourself. Take every day and prove to yourself yesterday, 
Prove to yourself last week. Prove to yourself last month or last year, whatever amount of time you want to you want to bring this to, that change is not killing you. It is bringing you, whether you are alone or you're with your partner, to a better life. I will see you next week for the 12th episode of the after chapter of Minus You, which is Need versus Want. Another episode that stems from that last conversation I had with Nicholas, but this time it's something I said and have learned to live by. Until next week, adios. Adios.